0: I see people take a cadence in a line and repeat it and find a flow, and you hear it throughout their songs. Like there's a style. It's like a guitarist who has a riff he or she likes. Jay has certain phrases he uses that, like, this album is really iconic, and that you can hear them starting to grow from this. Yo, it's Hatchet Chat with lurs and snacks. You juggle low homies talking hatchet tracks. There's hatchet beats and hatchet raps. The whole catalog's packed full of classic gems, and we talk about them all well, on I'm Hatchet, hatchet Chat. Chat. Whoop whoop. What up y'all? MC Snacks here. We got another remastered audio episode for you from when MC Larris was still doing the uh, show solo on his YouTube channel. And we're actually coming up on the time when I get involved, but we still got some MC Larris solo flavor to enjoy, including this episode, which was originally released on April 2nd of 2018. It's about ICP's EP, Beverly Kills 50187, super cool EP and a super cool episode. I've been having a lot of fun going through these, getting them ready for the remastered episodes, and I hope you've been enjoying listening to them and hope you dig this one too. Uh, so happy listening. Whoop whoop. Ladies and gentlemen, juggalos, esteemed colleagues, historians, welcome to episode five of Hatchet Chat. Chop chop, it's your boy MC Lars, and uh, can't believe we made it this far. We still got a long way to go. This week we're talking about Beverly Kills 50187. Now, the title of this EP comes from, of course, a show that was popular back in the 90s, Beverly Hills 90210 and 187 is the police code for homicide. This was the first Insane Clown Posse EP, or as they like to call it, the Sideshow. Between records, they wanted to put out these EPs to keep something for the juggalos to listen to between albums and I know what you're saying Lars You're saying, hold up, there were EPs with Inner City Posse. That's true, but it was Inner City Posse. So this is the first Insane Clown Posse EP. Beverly Kill's 50187 came out on July 7th, 1993. Here's some other albums that came out this month. We had Tag Team's Whoop! there it is. Cypress. Cypress Hill's Black Sunday. In in and Candlebox's debut. No. So you can see it was kind of a weird time for music, but ICP was kind of like, in a weird way they fit into it, like with the rock influence, with the weird gangster rap, they were doing their own thing. This EP features the third, temporary third member of ICP, Greasy. Greasy leaves, of course, because he has a girlfriend and doesn't want to spend as much time promoting. After Greasy leaves, it's just Joe and Joey. Violent J says, that's fine. That's just what the Dark Carnival wanted, the two of them. And I think as a duo, ICP works a lot better because you can focus more on their personalities, you know? On this EP, it's the first time Shaggy Too Dope refers to himself as Shaggy. And when they were trying to produce this, Mikey Clark, who did Carnival of Carnage, was so busy. Jay says that they would book a session with him and wait for like an hour and he wouldn't show up and they'd just leave. And this happened 15 to 20 times. That's crazy. So Jay and Isham kind of squashed their beef after the show where uh, they threw the Fago. They met after they were having dinner and, and uh, Jay saw Isham outside and he went outside and they talked it out. So Isham produced some of this and uh, he raps on this record too. Let's go through the album track by track. So on Beverly Kills, we start out with a Warriors reference, and as I learned, you learn a lot, ICP have a big influence from the Warriors. I mean, I think part of it comes from one of the gang has their faces painted up like clowns, right? Like Violin J said in interviews, this is one of his favorite movies, and it's a great movie. Warriors! I think on this track, it's really worth noting that Jay is really starting to find the experimental things with his voice, with his cadence and timbre and delivery that gives ICP that tone, that uniqueness. He does the voodoo chant and he goes, you'd be effed up if that was really voodoo. Listen to how his voice, he he changes the rhythm and pitch and his voice has this typical energy that you hear in a lot of later ICP's work. He's finding it on this EP. The story on this track, Shaggy goes to high school, and it turns out it's Beverly Hills 90210, and he kills everyone from the TV show. He says Dylan's sideburns hanging out of his locker Smash and bodies, chillin' in my locker. Kelly wouldn't fit. Chop, 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 chopper. Oh, no principal, know what I'm about. Cause one of Dylan's sideburns was sticking out. And it's kind of like violent, and but what's interesting is ICP is taking a pop culture thing and making it their own as they'll do throughout their career I also think what's interesting is they named this EP after a show which now in 2018 People know Beverly Hills 90210 as like a history but it's definitely the pop culture references I I had to look them up like who Dylan was who Brenda was etc Like I I didn't that show was kind of more for Generation X and I didn't really watch it much so I had to like catch up on it but after this, ICP wouldn't name a whole album or EP after a pop culture thing because I think they probably realize it doesn't hold up that well. It's dope for history, but it doesn't age that well. Uh, it's worth mentioning that ICP are very body positive. That Jake and Shaggy celebrate all body types of the women to which they are attracted, and they don't discriminate. So... This song celebrates the body positive image, whatever. For what it's worth, that's cool. Let's talk about track two, 17 Dead, produced by Violin J and Esham. And you can hear very clearly the difference between Mikey Clark's production, Here's the, at the <laughs> and Violin J and Esham's production. I got shot with a buckshot, shot me down, but you know you can't paint a frown on a clown. This track is still dope, but to me, it sounds like a really strong demo as opposed to like a, Finish album track. It's okay though, it gives the album, it gives the, the EP some sort of like diversity. And of course, they couldn't wait forever for Mike, so Jay was learning to produce with Isham, and I think that's cool that they worked together on this. So hurry up and loop a beat, Mike, come on! Okay, so let's talk about 17 dead. We need to talk about the imagery and the importance of the number 17 in ICP's discography. So, on the day Carnival Carnage came out, the legend is it only sold 17 copies before eventually going gold. Uh, when uh, Ringmaster came out, the first week it sold 17,000 copies. On the Wraith track 17, they reveal a certain message. Gathering the Juggalos, 17th one was a huge deal. That was the year they marched on Washington. 17 is a big number in ICP's like folklore, and I think that's worth mentioning. It ties also with the song 17 Dead. I see people take a cadence and a line and repeat it and find a flow, and you hear it throughout their songs. Like, there's a style. It's like a guitarist who has a riff he or she likes. Jay has certain phrases he uses that like, this album is really iconic and that you can hear them starting to grow from this. Dead fucks all over the grass, laid out all over the grass. I like this outro because it has Shaggy and Jay like Beastie Boy yeah. cypher. Well you know Violet Jay's kinda wicked, oh, if there's it. a bugger in my nose i am a to like slow and low, right? That is the tempo, they're, they're, it's like a slowed down beat and they're in a circle trading lyrics. It's very old school hip hop, but it's dope. It's one of the musically more interesting moments of ICP to date, and as I said, this is where Shaggy first calls himself Shaggy. I'm Shaggy and I'm in the house. You don't think so, I'll put a brick in your mouth. The Stalker. Now this song is crazy. This song was produced by Mikey Clark with Scratching by Shaggy Too Dope. And this song was later sampled on the Loons, The Ring, hello. This song was inspired by one of uh, Violent J's girlfriends, Lori, her ex-boyfriend, left all these messages, like saying all this crazy stuff to her. Give away things so bad you can taste it. Lori, really, I can taste you. And at the end of the track, they sample it. And so that was inspiration for this song. Like, it's kind of creepy. It's the actual messages this weird dude left Lori. Jay tells the story of meeting this girl to, at a stoplight, then he follows her and stalks her. And, he, and, and at the end, there's this morality because he gets shot. Right? If you're a bad person and you're stalking someone and you're doing things you shouldn't be doing, justice comes to you. And so ICP's not just evil for evil's sake, they're telling these morality plays, that then result in justice. I also think what's dope about this song is the onomatopoeia, the sound effects Jay makes with his mouth. ICP are so, they're masters of onomatopoeia. I would say that there's no rappers in the history of hip hop who are able to create such weird sounds with their voice. They're kind of like the Don Martin of rap, like the violent sounds, the noises, like all this comes from the cartoony influence of wrestling and like all the hip hop and all the superhero comics and everything that led into them. No luck. Boogie woogie, woogie. In the how. You look at this track, you're like, in the H A U G A. What the? You have to listen to it. Oh, in the how. They're like, I'm in the how. Like, whatever. They're they're saying it all extended. Greasy's on this track. He talks about his moon boots and parachute pants, how he's like, doesn't subscribe to current fashion tastes. Parachute pants and moon boots. Chilling on the coat of naked heart. But that's funny because now Parachute Pants in the 90s are kind of like back trendy again, so his verse is kind of classic. And on the chorus, this is just Shaggy yelling. This is a common thing you will hear later where Shaggy, the, the hook is just, it's not melodic, it's not that necessarily lyrically interesting, but Shaggy's voice is like, it rocks. It sounds awesome. In the high, in the high. 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 Track five, Chop Chop, Violin Jane Isham you can see their friendships growing their artistic element and like Eshams like these these young dudes are coming up in the scene they're doing something inter- interesting i'll i'll work with them and actually not just do a verse right back and forth like i love the way they sound together this is great their verse on, this the last minute and a half of this song is is one of the best of all of ICP's career check this out Let's end, let's talk about Joke Your Mind. Years ago, they put out a DVD called Chronicles of the Dark Carnival. And Jump Steady wrote these scripts for these plays that were like these movies that were based on some ICP songs. Joke Your Mind is the story of this guy who, he gets in an, his friend gets in an accident and he has these two realities. One where his friend lives, one where he dies. And he wakes up, with his, with the, he's with the friend. He's like, yo, I had a dream I married this woman. He's like, that's crazy. But then it turns out his friend actually died, and he's dreaming that he's still alive, and he actually is married years later, and the guy's gone. It's like a really interesting, weird science fiction story. And this song is the genesis of that. Now, on a lot of ICP's albums, they end with a serious, like emotional, introspective song, like "Pass Me By," uh, "I'm Coming Home." later the miracle song which everyone I think unfairly ridiculed later they'll end with a serious song on each record and this is an example of that joke your mind so there's this character at the end who's like homeless or crazy and Shaggy's yelling at him Shaggy in like a Scarface voice like get out of here like what are you doing you can't sleep here so the character goes to sleep and in his mind he imagines imagines this PMA reality where everything worked out and everything's perfect it's kind of like this emotional thing of like what ICP represents in a spiritual way it's like okay well Life is hard, life is messed up, let's create this reality where things can be good. It's like the dark carnival, it's like everything beautiful like, can come from imagination. The whole idea, like I said, of positive mental attitude, PMA and i think this song is like really cool because it's joke your mind tell your mind something else is happening like make yourself believe something else trick in other words joke your mind trick your mind into thinking good things will happen and they will come so it's a powerful song it's it's beautiful and i think this song also has a cool element we see this in a lot of icp songs where you think the song's over but these instrumental breaks extend for 16 bars or even 32 bars at the end you hear this in a lot of their final songs they make these extended Instrumental, so you kinda just bob your head and think about what they're thinking about. And like a lot of pop bands, I, I noticed this man, like in the nineties, like with a lot of the rap rock and bigger major label songs, they would keep things short and stuff for the radio. ICB doesn't care. If they want a two-minute instrumental break at the end of a track, <laughs> they'll do it. So this song is that. So that's what's up. This has been my review of Beverly Kills 50187, a great EP, the first sideshow, many more to come. Uh, stay tuned for the next episode. Be sure to subscribe. I'm MC Lars. Insane Clown Posse means so much to me as a rapper, as a person, as an artist, as a teacher, as a human being. Uh, if you want to check out some of my music, please do. Please subscribe. Check out my other reviews and stay tuned because we got a long road to go. Thank you all for following so far. Have a great week. Peace. whoop. whoop.